I just got a text from my girlfriend that says, Just watched someone openly vomit on 12th Street. Fun. And with and that, life. life. Yeah. Sitting on a bench, <laughs> leaned over to vomit. Yeah, when you Great. gotta go, you gotta go. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> Hey, welcome back, John. Smooth transition. Thank you. Yeah. I'm glad to be home, even if it's only for like a couple more days. What's the next trip? I leave to go record some stuff for TRG and go to Momocon. But you just said Momocon's in like three weeks, right? Uh, yeah. So Momocon is the weekend of the 24th to the 27th. But we fly to Emil's place two weeks early to go record some stuff, and then we just go to the convention from there. Oh, okay. So that's like three weeks yeah. of traveling. Yeah, so the con actually pays for us to go record early and then be guests at the con. Cool, cool. That is cool, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but let's, um, well, let's talk about where you just came back from. I came back from a little town in Virginia called Warrington where we did a three-day live stream event, the Runaway Guys Coliseum. It's a charity marathon for, for direct relief, and we raised a hundred and twelve thousand dollars. I believe I think the final total was one one two six zero one. Nice. Well, congratulations! It, it sounds like a it, huge success. It was crazy. Yeah, was it tiring? Warrington has a population of less than ten thousand. Yeah, so okay. pretty small. That is very tiny. Do they have a they Walmart had, there? Uh. I don't know about Walmart. They had uh, a place called Sheets, which apparently is like a 7-Eleven, oh. like an East Coast 7-Eleven thing. Oh, okay. I wouldn't compare that to a Walmart. I know. It's a 7-Eleven. I know. I'm just trying to think of what was there. Like <laughs> the grocery store brand I didn't recognize. It was like Giant or something like that. Oh. And they don't have those here. I'm trying to think. Of, they had a Target. They definitely had a Target. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. That's yeah. basically a Walmart. But yeah, cool. no actual Walmart. That I saw. Okay. They have a McDonald's. I'm sure they have a McDonald's. I don't know. They must have, because they had an IHOP and a Denny's right next oh, to each other. Okay. So okay. like they they were in the same parking lot, which seemed a little redundant. Yeah. Maybe there's just like so many pan- pancake fans that they get the overflow. Maybe. Hmm. I could see it. Pancakes can be pretty good. So um what what are the names of every game you played that weekend? Uh you know what? You're in luck because we have a schedule. <laughs> okay, I was just being silly. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like I'm I ready for this games. answer. <laughs> um I don't know, give us some highlights. How the how the weekend go? Uh I think it went pretty good. There was some there was some downer to it, but they were off like all off stream. Um cool. There was about I think 15 of us there roughly including some of the people helping run it. Uh, Reese and I stayed in a hotel because the house was too small and just made it easier that way. Sure. Okay. We Did all the other 13 people sleep in the one house? Uh, another two also stayed at the hotel and then everyone else was in the house. So I think there's about 10 to 11 people that stayed in the house. All right. It was a decent sized house, like, uh, like four or five bedrooms, but there okay. were only two, ba- there was only two bathrooms. So like getting ready in the morning took forever. Mm, yeah i've done that like when i travel with like my team you know it's not the end of the world sure yeah but like when you're on a on a deadline to get a stream going it's a little tricky you don't have to wake up like four hours early to get ready for something at like 11 
Was it nonstop streaming? Uh, we were live 11 to 10, and then if there was time, there was a bonus stream that went to about midnight. Okay. And then, so like, you guys did, like, turn off at one point? Yeah, like, we didn't do the AM, basically. Okay. okay. Gotcha. Cool. So how does how does the food situation work? Like, how does lunch happen? Do you guys just order a bunch of pizzas? Uh, we were lucky that uh, Mal uh, and uh, my fiance Reese both went... And they decided to just kind of take most of their time to actually just prep food for us. Oh, man. Okay. So, like, they planned out, like, all right, here's what we're going to do for breakfast. Here's what we're going to do for dinner. And everyone's just going to kind of scratch for themselves on, like, lunchtime. Yeah. Okay. Like, it, like, it worked out pretty good, honestly. And then the last day, just to cut down on, like, uh, pots and pans and that, we just ordered pizza. Sure. 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 So they made food? What'd they make? Uh, day one, we had... Uh, different types of pasta so we had spaghetti with bolognese okay. sauce or, or an marinara do, sure. and we also had penne there just like a bunch of different pastas and some garlic cool. bread and everything second day they uh were gonna use there was like three grills outside of the house we were gonna use those okay. to make like uh hot dogs and hamburgers and stuff yeah but apparently the house hadn't had those cleaned in a while and they were full of bees so what yeah <laughs> oh you know because like when my barbecue gets dirty there's a buildup of bees. <laughs> so uh, apparently like it's just like a summer home that some family owns and not actually like where they normally live. <laughs> okay. What so a nightmare. <laughs> and some bees found their way in the barbecue and made a nest, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But all three of them. Yep. At that point, like I say, you just, you close the lid, you just turn it on full blast. Yeah, cook those suckers. I kind of agree, but I, I don't uh, think it, I don't think anyone wanted to stay near it. The worst part was I think yeah. one of these got in the house at one point. Oh no! So then that was that just sucks. a gong show, dude. I fucking hate bees for real. <laughs> They're not great. Yeah, although no, I think you're supposed to like really love them at the moment, right? Aren't bees like super in? No, bees fuck are bees. Bees need protection all. right now. Bees are endangered. Ugh, good. I hate so, them. So we ended up just cooking that inside, so it took a lot longer, but we the still bees? managed to do it. Yes, we cooked the bees. <laughs> We they brought the in bees, the grills Sean, to thanks. cook the bees. <laughs> you have to fight the bees for the grill. Yeah. Supremacy, who will have the tastiest burgers. <laughs> yeah. I'm watching Wicker Man, um, <laughs> Cage, and that has a whole bunch of bees in it. Yeah, so it does. This is, uh, this is coincidental. Yeah. What was, uh, what was some of your favorite games that you streamed? Um, I had one thing that I wanted well. that I wanted to do for the <laughs> longest time, and I finally got to do it. Uh, do you remember a long ass time ago? I wanted to get eight Captain Falcon amiibos. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yep. you did the battle royale basically of Captain Falcons. Yep. <laughs> so I I did what's called I call it Falcon Roulette, where <laughs> seven of them are like max level. Yeah, and come on, got- Paul, get on brand. Yeah, sorry, my bad. <laughs> you better you better apologize. Uh. So we made it so like there's seven different Falcons. They're all max level, but they all have different effects. Like one is focused entirely on power, but has no defense. One's balance. Wait, one's all seven speed. or eight? Seven. Okay. Because the eighth Falcon is a level one dud amiibo that has like no boost mm-hmm. or anything. It's just super weak. Awesome. And okay. so people who were playing had to randomly pick a Falcon and hope they didn't get the dud. And then see like it, it was roulette because like one could just screw you over. And it was just that was the battle. Yeah. Okay. So are we did, all these falcons like mint in the box? No, I took them out. 
Well, I mean, you can scan them through the box. Uh, no, remember when they first came out, they had blockers. Well, maybe this is V2. I don't know. <laughs> but no, so we had them battle every round. Like the person who got eliminated would take out one of the Falcons randomly, stuff like that. We had two amiibo that were causing problems. The Dud and one that we called Glass Doug. Okay. He, was, he was max power, but he had no defense. So he always just kept getting uh, too damaged to stay in the fight. And then in the final match, we had like it was Glass Doug versus, uh, I think, one of the balanced ones. And he actually ended up winning somehow by like some ridiculous shield breaking combo and then a, a heavy smash attack that did like 60 damage. Yeah, I assume he has to get like one hit off. And that's that's a pretty devastating attack. Three strong hits would basically kill someone with Glass Duck, and he healed whenever he killed. <laughs> but he, he just had a hard a time. That's an ability you can give a Falcon is he just heals. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> okay. the amiibos can get like weird status effects. Okay, I never did any amiibo stuff in Smash. So I love it. That's so good. Oh god. So that was really fun. Uh, apparently, I was. Oh, wait, who won? Uh, Emil did. Chuck Conroy. No, no, which Falcon? Oh, Glass Doug. Okay. Yeah. Glass Doug came from behind and won. <laughs> right. We, uh, what else did we do? I heard the Dungeons and Dragons session was extremely good. I wasn't involved in that one, but I was basically listening to them just cracking up. They were taking uh, prompts from the audience. Oh, okay. okay. I mean, hey, D&D stream podcasts, super popular right now. So, yeah. you know, strike while the iron is hot. <laughs> uh, yeah. We played... We played Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, and we played Mario Kart Double Dash Land Mode, so we had eight-player Double Dash. Okay, cool. And we had, in, we had incentives for Wait, both. Wait, how do you do that? What is Land Mode? Uh, the GameCube actually has, like, a, an internet adapter. Right. So you, just, so you just have, like, two of them hooked up to a router? You don't even need to hook it up to a router. You can just hook it up to each other. I did not know you could do that. That's cool. Yeah. So you played one of the worst Mario Karts with one of the best Mario Karts. All right. Do I want to know which was which? I think it's pretty obvious Double Dash is one of the best Mario Karts. I had a feeling that's what you were going to say. Yeah, so we did incentives on those where uh, if people donated, they could force oven mitts on players so they couldn't drive as well. Uh, And then we we also Like in real life oven mitts. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then we also had blindfolds as an incentive. And if we hit certain goals, uh, we would do certain tracks blindfolded. So for Mario Kart, we did... Uh, just, is, did anyone even succeed? Like, that would be impossible for me. No, we did it. Like, we did Baby Park blindfolded. Okay, I, I was just about to say, I could maybe do Baby Park. on Because that's for babies. On Mario Kart 8, <laughs> we did Baby Park, Super Nintendo Rainbow Road, uh, Excite Bike, and Neo Bowser City. Well, I remember what Baby Park looks like. Excite Bike's just a bigger oval, basically. Okay. Uh, and then <laughs> Good old also- Excite Bike. And then on uh, Double Dash, we did blindfolded battle mode. Okay. All right. Is everyone blindfolded? Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. For Double Dash, I was on mic just calling out like, hey, someone's near this. Here's who's got balloons left, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Okay. Could have done, um, if you guys are feeling saucy, you could have done, what is it, like a Beerio cart? Nah, no, no one was drinking. It was a PG-13 stream. Okay. That's another Mario Kart game people can play. (laughs) Look it up online, people. Oh, right. I forgot. Uh, One of the incentives was that you could force a mirror into someone's hand, so they had to look into the mirror to look at their screen. That's kind of cool. That's a good idea. Okay. Like they're they're sitting backwards? Yeah, basically. Okay, sure. 
what else did we do? The length of the past randomizer race was funny because we had it. So it was myself versus Tim, but people could donate to swap players. Like there were a bunch of people on the couch who could swap in. And then at some okay. point I also said like, yeah, you can also just swap Tim and myself. So like we're on, we just switched to a completely different team. So just everyone just kept getting swapped like crazy. Nice. Well, that's fun. Yeah, well, that's good. Yeah, no, there was a lot of really good stuff on that schedule. We even had a concert. So, a concert. <laughs> yeah. Did you sing? No. Uh, we had two of our friends, Family Jewels and Toxic Eternity. They're both like musician YouTubers. Oh, okay. Okay. So they just brought a bunch of guitars and they just kind of played some sets. It was really good. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. That's a fun mix way to mix it up. For sure. That's really cool. Is this going to be like an annual thing? Uh, well, we did ex- way better than they expected us to, so probably. Like, this was all sponsored by uh, Direct Relief and Twitch, so really, we we got reimbursed <laughs> and everything thanks to Twitch paying for our flights in the house and stuff. Cool. Wait, they paid for the house? Yeah. Oh, because you said it was an Airbnb. Yeah. Okay, interesting. All right. That's cool. So... Um, they're gonna try to see. Wait, the... why'd they pick Virginia? Was that just the cheapest Airbnb they could find, more or in less, America? And it was near one of the guys who was planning it. So, okay, interesting. Is he? Wait, how near is he in that town? No, that's that's really interesting. Okay, so uh, the plan is since we did <laughs> way better than expected, they're gonna try to see if they can get a bigger budget and have it in a hotel next year, so we can be at a better location. They should rent out like a haunted house in the middle of like a desert because that's probably real cheap, right? But then that's already that's also kind of fun. And then you know, eight streamers enter this haunted house yeah. to play video games. It's actually it's actually a good hook. I have to yeah. agree with you on that one. Yeah, and there's like trap doors. The problem is, is I don't think any of them are horror streamers. Like, if you got a bunch of horror streamers to do that, it's instant sell, right? Or or like or like PewDiePie, yeah. Well, <laughs> you could if you get PewDiePie to do anything, it's an instant sell for a lot of people. So right. Although maybe not anymore after the incident. The incident. Yeah, implying, you could get implying there you were get multiple. Like, you get PewDiePie. <laughs> you get uh, Ninja. Yep. Uh, we're almost out of streamers <laughs> that I know the names of Drake. <laughs> John. Yep. Yep, there you go. And all, all four of them. All the streamers that Sean knows. Yeah, all four of those guys. And Holy they shit. They play Fortnite together. Then they play You Don't Know Jack. Oh, that would actually be kind of Eight funny. Eight hours straight. I have to I have to agree that would be fun. Yep. I've always wanted to see Drake play <laughs> You Don't Know Jack, so <laughs> No, it was really fun. Make it happen. Drake Make it happen, John. Twitch. I know you're listening yep. to us. It was it was really fun. I hope we do it next year. We'll, we'll yeah, get Drake in on it, too. apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Playing a Fortnite. I hear he's real easy earlier. to get a hold of these days. Oh, so. yeah. It's super easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that the Raptors season's done, yeah, he'll be really easy to get in contact with. Yeah. You just got to call him on I his just cell phone. assume that there's like oh. a chat room for all you streamers. <laughs> it's his song. It's not me. I know. I know. <laughs> That song's real bad. Anyway. All right. How about we talk about this actual podcast? I have one more question. Did you go see Infinity War at some point? Or were you too no, busy? No, I'm like four Marvel movies behind. Okay. Yeah, don't go see Infinity War yet then. 
Okay, so I'm gonna ask you this question. I, I'm gonna ask you guys before, but I need I, I'll ask again. Yeah. What movies do I need to see out of the following to make sure I'm ready for Infinity War? The only one I know for sure I need to see apparently is Thor Ragnarok. I would see that you one. You don't it's need also to see really it. Really good. I think you need to see it. You don't. Um, really? You don't need to see it. You should, but you don't need to see it for to see Infinity War. Infinity War starts like five minutes after Ragnarok. But nothing, ends. nothing that happens in Ragnarok really matters to the, what happens in Infinity War, except the beginning five minutes. I Ragnarok's also like one of the best ones. I really think you should see Ragnarok. I have it on Blu-ray. We picked it up like last. I mean, week, you should so. see it. And there's literally no excuse. <laughs> you, it's in your house. Yeah, you should see it. I'm just saying you if don't even you have to go out to see this movie. I was just saying if you are looking for like movies you need to see really it's probably not on that list for this movie all right what's what's the rest of your list john captain america civil war yes absolutely yeah, that also rocks that You're skipping all the best ones that one is actually ne- kind of necessary for a lot of plot points so yes all for right. sure spider-man homecoming you should just see that uh, one in general but no, you don't you, need to. that one you probably need to see at the least um but i mean it's also real good so i'll say that one you don't need to see but i'd yeah. recommend it uh, Guardians of Galaxy Volume Two. No, not because I, I yeah, haven't I, seen I heard, it. And I heard it no matter. on this one. You don't. I heard no. no on this one. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you need to. It'd be good, um, but I don't think you need to. There's one joke you won't get fully in the whole movie if you don't see it because I didn't until somebody okay. said, "Oh yeah, they do that in Guardians 2. I was like, "Cool, <laughs> no big deal." Uh, Black Panther I've mostly seen because uh, it was on the flight there but I didn't get to see the ending gotcha. I would say Black Panther you do need to see um, I do need to see it for Infinity War I would say so yeah and yeah I think that's it actually basically I basically yeah. want, like once Ant-Man came out I stopped watching Marvel movies when they were in theaters Okay. Sure. Yeah. I mean, out of the ones from then, like I think the most important one is is probably Black Panther, and I would have said Thor three just because it, it picks up right in front of it. So the let's let's imp- assume let's assume I need to see Cap then and uh, Thor and finish Black Panther. I would say if you did those, you'd be in a pretty okay spot. I would I, you would have my blessing at that point. Uh, I think you just need to watch War. Civil War and then go, and the others can right. happen whenever. And Paul just hates fun, so I mean, take his word with a grain of salt. No, see, I think Infinity War is the best out of all those except Spider-Man. You should just watch Spider-Man if you're only going to watch one movie Well, I don't think Spider-Man's better than Infinity War. It absolutely is, without a doubt. Well, it's good. I I, own it. (laughs) I have have Civil War, I have Spider-Man, and I have uh, Thor. You should just watch them. (laughs) And and Guardians 2 is is on Netflix, so... You could skip that one if you wanted to. If you're running out of time, maybe leave that one for the end. Yeah, I don't know when I'm going to even watch Infinity War at this rate. Because like I, Reese, I, I want to watch it with Reese, and I leave in two days, so which means I wouldn't be able to watch it till June. That means all tonight. You got tonight but to then, watch. But then when movies. it's June, like Deadpool <laughs> two is out, and uh, yeah, that's a that's an, that's like a week from now. And Solo is out. I think in a week or two from now as well. When is Solo out? I, I, Twenty fifth. Okay, yeah, so two weeks from now. Yeah, I kind of don't care about solo. Yeah, I mean, I'll see it. I'm kind of with you. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how that does. I have movie pass, <laughs> and um, they're about to be bankrupt next month. So I'm going to watch everything I can this month. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, 
I would highly suggest seeing Infinity War in a theater with a crowd that is, if you can, rowdy. Which might be kind of hard at this the point. You, yeah, you go. Um. So I, I guess watch it whenever you. I can. mean, whatever. If you wanted to go tonight to Infinity War, I think you don't need any of those movies really to enjoy it because it's still a good movie. But I think you're doing a little bit of a disservice not seeing a couple of them. All right. That's then the you, true answer. Then, then you don't get my blessing. You cannot have my daughter Infinity War. Damn it. In <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't realize you were related. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Let's do a video game podcast. Oh. Uh, called the top down perspective oh. from this point on. Okay. <laughs> we only just changed the name to that now. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Um so John's back, Paul's here. Yep. Uh, and myself Sean is also here. It's May 11th. Yeah. Um Paul, what have you been playing? Like so straight up so much God of War. But we can't okay. I can't talk about that game anymore without getting, getting into spoiler shit. Spoiler ear. Because all the things I want to say are amazing shit that happens <laughs> at points in that game. Yep. <clears throat> yep. Okay. Um, well, in that case, um, we, just, we just heard a lot about John, so I'm going to say what I've been playing. Yep. Sure. Um, so I've also been playing God of War, but there's no need to really talk about that at the moment. Yeah. Um, I played a game called Dandara, which... John, I believe you played some of it. Yep, played it on Switch. Yeah, I've been playing it on the phone. Right, okay. Uh, so yeah, now I'm interested about that, because the control scheme is weird enough as it is on the Switch, so I'm curious how it is on the phone. Yeah, and I'm not sure if I like the control scheme. I'll, first off, I'll say this game is hard. Mm-hmm. Is It is real hard. And I can't tell if, if I'm just like butting heads with the control scheme or not, so I'm actually really curious how it works with joysticks. On the phone... Basically, like, the right bottom corner of the screen is your movement, and you only move by, like, leaping from, like, one pad to another. So I basically just have to kind of point to the next pad, and then, sorry, Dandara will, like, launch herself to the next one. Yep. So it's kind of like a lot of swipes and flicks. Yeah, mm. in, this, in the Switch version, it's you just aim the left thumbstick in the direction you want to go. You're still stuck to the pad thing, but like you have a dedicated controller to basically to jump. So, but when you like point yourself in that direction, how do you like initiate like the go? I think it's like the B button. Yeah. Okay. So you have to aim and press a button. Yeah. Okay. So that's the difference is mine's just like aim and then a let go. So it's a lot of kind of like flicking, um, which can get kind of annoying because sometimes you need to hold it a little bit longer um to aim properly right and this definitely comes into play with the shooting so the shooting is the left bottom corner of the screen and it's the exact same it's basically a kind of a dual joystick shooter where i can aim with where my finger where my thumb is and then i let go to shoot and it has a bit of a build-up before it will like actually shoot um and that one like because i want i'll want to shoot fast uh but i need to kind of hold i need to aim properly and then let go for the Switch one, is it again aiming with one stick and then hitting a button to shoot? Yep. Okay, so that seems that seems a lot easier than the phone version. I'm it, say. It's still a little <clears throat> awkward, especially with the movement, because basically you're locking yourself in place, firing, and then you have to plan your escapes in, if you need to dodge and stuff like that. Right, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, if you think of like Metroid 2, the, the remake from last summer, or last year, whatever it was, yeah. how you had like that stance mode, and then you could shoot any direction. Yeah. 
Uh, so if you think of that, but you also just kind of move in like diagonal lines. This is also a uh, Metroidvania game, I should say. Right. Um, uh, I like it. It's fun. I just I don't know if I'm going to be able to finish it uh, due to its difficulty and how weird the control scheme is. Um, I might I think I might recommend it on anything but the phone. It seems like it'd be a little easier because even like I, you get a shield at one point that I, I believe is left trigger. And for me, I need to hold down on the movement side of the screen to use my shield. And if I want to use a special ability, I need to like aim and then tap a different side of the screen. There's just kind of a lot going on. Hmm. And I feel like I can't like I, they 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 ask for a level of precision and speed that I can't quite get on the phone. And I'm kind right. of just banging my head against every like boss or, or like challenge room I come across. Yeah, that sounds like my experience with Dendora. Okay, I guess I just need to like kind of try out the one of the more console like controller uh, um, setups mm-hmm. to see what the actual issue is, and to see if the iOS one is actually more difficult or if it's just always difficult. But anyways, I like the look of it, and, and it's kind of Dark Souls esque, whereas it has like you know uh, camp like fires and campgrounds you need to get to. If you die, you lose everything, and you have to go back and get your your soul. I guess sure, yeah. Um, which can definitely suck. There's definitely times where I've died and then try and get back to that one place, died one more time, and then lost like so much experience. Yeah, that I could have spent on um on an upgrade. The same issue if you die during a boss. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely definitely difficult, but I'm enjoying it, and it's cool to have it on the phone. Um, and like I said, it works well enough. I just don't know how much more I can play of it uh, before it's going to ask too much of what I think that control scheme can do. So Ghostkid in the chat was saying it almost sounds like a mobile game he played called Hopiko, and I looked it up, and it sounds very, it looks similar. So that's kind of cool. I might check that that game he's talking about out. I don't care about Dandar on phone at all. If anything, I would get that on Switch, I think. It's on lots of stuff. <clears throat> uh, you might, might, it might, it's probably on PC. It is on PC. I would still okay. get it on Switch, though, if I were to get um, it. Yeah, this... I'm look, I'm trying to look at this other <clears throat> game. And it looks kind of similar with these, like, platforms. So it might yeah. be, I don't know. It looks pretty similar, so... That's kind of cool. Anyway, anyway, so that's a Dendara. I've also been playing the Swords of Ditto. More so this week, right? Than last week. I think you just right. I, it. I played a very little bit last week, so I've, I played uh, more this week. Um, that is a roguelike Zelda game. Yeah. Basically, um, which I kind of wish it was just a Zelda game. Yeah. Because uh, I just feel like there's like no attachment to my character, which is kind of a bummer. <clears throat> um but I'm I'm on like so I've played I guess two runs. The first one I died pretty quick, and then the second one I've been like taking my time. And it has like a countdown clock, like you know it even says like three days remain, Majora's Mask style. Right. And <clears throat> Breath of the Wild style, you can kind of do these bonus tasks or just take on the final boss, and the bonus tasks will make the final boss easier. Which I did one of, and then I ran out of time to do the other ones, so I'm about to take on the final boss now, and I'm assuming I'm going to get my ass kicked, because uh, it's my first attempt, and they're going to be more powerful than I would have liked. Right. Uh, but I spent my entire last day <clears> trying <throat> to fi- find where to extend time, which I had found on, like, my first day, so I had it, like, on my map. It's, like, this 
spring and then you can use these coins to extend the time okay i mean i was like oh well i don't know how much it extends i don't want to use it right now in case it's like a full three-day extend i want to get my full bang for my buck so i'll come back later yeah but when i came back i couldn't find it and i couldn't tell if like the map change or something so i kind of wasted my whole last day when i could have been doing other tasks anyway it's a roguelike i'm supposed to be playing it multiple times anyway yeah and it's kind of um, like rogue legacy in that when this character dies or whatever you'll choose a next and like the line to become the next sort of ditto, right? And, like, it gets a little easier or you get some progression sense every time or something? So that I'm... I can only go off what I've been hearing. That, uh, yeah, like that's I said, what I only I'm died the on. one time and it was so quick on my first death. <laughs> yeah. It was in, like, the first dungeon and then the second one I actually, like, kind of got a much better hang of it. Yeah. Um, I think it actually, when you lose, the game gets harder. I think oh, that's what weird. I heard. Okay. I think... <laughs> I know the world gets worse. Like the whole idea is there's this evil witch. And then if you die to it, um, she just kind of like destroys the land or whatever. And then a hundred years later, another sword of Ditto is like awaken, awakened or whatever. Yeah. And then you can try again. So right now, like my playthrough, because I died in the first time, a lot of the houses are just like broken down and it, everything just kind of looks shitty. Um, and I think it's supposed to get better if you win. So I think you're supposed to win a few times, I believe. I don't know. I haven't oh. gone through the cycle enough yet. Kind of like how so, Isaac worked, basically. Yeah, I was going to ask, like, the way some people have described this is that, oh, it's just a bad Binding of Isaac. Would you say that? <laughs> I did not play enough Binding of Isaac. Isn't that like a dual joystick shooter? Yeah. More or less? Yeah. So this is, like, this plays like Zelda. Okay. Like, you, it, like the very first thing, you wake up on a beach you know link's awakening style okay this everything plays it and handles exactly like zelda or like a like a 2d zelda i should say just on a much smaller scale the dungeons are way smaller there's only a few of them and you can kind of see the whole map so it's just a much it's like a run-based zelda if it was just like a fraction of the size are they procedurally generated dungeons or are they set everything is procedurally generated, everything including your character okay. which is fine um, I kind of wish I could make my own character based on the parts they put together, but it's it's totally fine as is. So you, deal. I like the way Rogue Legacy did it, where you have a choice between three ancestries. Like, oh yeah, this is just complete random, and you don't get to choose hmm. like stats or anything that carry over or whatnot. That's kind of a bummer. Yeah, I'll have to see if more does carry over now that I'm like a more souped up character. Like maybe my level will carry over. I really don't know. It would be. Cool. I only died the one time so far. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. Um, but the big thing <laughs> is the look of this game, because it looks exactly like Adventure Time. Um, yeah. And it, and it has just such a nice look to it. I like the music quite a bit, too. Um, but the humor is pretty pretty fun, and just everything looks so nice, all the weird character animations and all the all the enemy designs and whatnot. Um, and you, all, all your uh, power-ups are, are toys, you can put like stickers on them to enhance them and whatnot. So I got like a laser ring that I put like a fire elemental on. So I had like a fire laser I could shoot and stuff like that. Cool. And you have like a roll, uh, which is good. So that's, you know, like there's a your movement. Yeah. Yeah. Like basically a dodge. Um, cool. Huh. And then, yeah. So like, I mean, I'm enjoying my time with it. I just need to kind of put more down to kind of like really get a sense of like, how do I like f- focus this? And I need to figure out the time manipulation stuff a bit more so i can get like a perfect playthrough and whatnot it has local co-op i haven't played that i wish it had online co-op that would have been great yeah Um, yeah for sure but yeah so that's uh that's the swords of ditto cool and that's all i've been playing all right john 
Cool. Uh, I've been playing the game we'll be talking about for uh, the Patreon podcast at the end of the month, Celeste. Hooray. But I can't talk about that right now, obviously. So let's talk about what I also played. A robot named Fight. Fuck yeah, you did. Woo! <laughs> I think I've heard about this at some point. I talked this about is, it on the podcast. This is a oh, roguelike Metroid game. This is yes, basically right. roguelike Super Metroid. Yep, it totally is. <laughs> I'm kind of conflicted on this one. Yep. <laughs> it's not great, but it's super fun regardless, there, and it's annoying. I, I'm going to be real. Playing it, if there, there's one change I would make, if I did that one change, I feel like that would be perfect. They just need uh-huh. to up the character speed. Yep, you're totally right. The movement is really shitty. It's yeah. real bad. So like you're you you can upgrade your speed, your attack power, the rate you fire at, and uh, there's a fourth thing I can't remember right now. Damage maybe like lower the amount of damage you take or something like that, and your health mm-hmm. and your energy, blah blah blah. Uh, but you start really slow. And my second run through the game, I found like I think it's called speed armor or something like that. Okay. It lowered my defense, but it upped my speed by like eight, and it was and it felt normal. Beautiful. It was yeah. great. Yeah, I was having a blast, and then I died and had to go back to default speed. I was like, "Oh, that's why I stopped playing. I couldn't handle it anymore." <laughs> that's it's like my bad. honest to god. Just fix that alone, and you've got a, a, honestly a pretty decent game. Yeah, I agree. Uh, a big problem I had with it too, though, is that it seemed like the random generation wasn't random enough because of it being a Metroidvania. You can't put the tool you need to get to the next part in that next part. So yeah. there's like there was like three spawn locations, and it was just like, what am I going to get from this one? Oh, okay, I got the rockets from this one this time. Like it felt yeah. a little lame that way, but I don't know how you fix that. So I mean, because now they did their best idea to get around it, where like there's based different sets of power ups that'll let you through to the next area, basically. That's true. Yeah. So like, if you need the charge beam, maybe you'll get like the electric beam instead. If you might get missiles instead, stuff like that. Sure. If you need uh, like a high jump, you might get infinite jump instead or something like that. Like, I mean, that's the problem is, yeah, the the restrictions of a Metroid game kind of hold back this game a little bit. It, they totally do. Yeah. Yeah. Because the thing about a roguelike, like, I'm just going to go back to Binding of Isaac because that's a fresh in my mind now what, after saying the Swords of Ditto thing is that every the thing that made Isaac fun and its procedural generation and all that sort of shit is that every time you saw an item room, you were excited at the unknown. You didn't know what you were going to get. And, like, I would like if they could somehow recreate that in this, but they can't because of it being a Metroidvania. You will always get one of these tool sets so you can continue. Otherwise, the game would be broken. Like, it would be yeah. unplayable. So it also it's looks kind like of there's bummer. not even that many items to get. There like, isn't. I think there's, about a, there's about 100, I think. Yeah, there's not very many that I've seen. That seems like a lot, a hundred items. I mean, compared in a to full Isaac. game. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, Isaac's a hard one to put yourself against. That game was has been getting worked on for like five years. Yeah, but even when that game first came out, it still had like two hundred items. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Right, like, well. there's no way it's not going to get compared to Isaac. Just like Ditto, there's no way you can avoid the Isaac comparison. That's like the the gold standard at this for rogue lights. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I don't know. Sure. Like, I I enjoy ideas behind it. I think they've got a good concept, but I think they need to do some tweaking. Yeah. Now a pa- a patch installed yesterday on the game, and I don't know if that changed anything. 
I don't, mm. I don't hold confidence in that, but like if they, <laughs> as long as it shows that they're working on it, then maybe it'll hit the point that I want it to hit. It's not early access on Steam, right? If it's out on Switch, it can't be. Uh, on Steam? Yeah. It's been out like for I, almost a year. Yeah, so it's been out for a while. Yeah. yeah. I'm just, sorry, the reason I'm kind of like flustered a little bit, I'm reading the Steam page to see what the patch would have been. And it says, I just put out a new patch, mostly addressed some big issues with the Switch release, and is out on Steam simply to maintain parity. So it was specifically a Switch patch. Okay. So to fix probably issues not, with probably the not platform. That helpful. Yeah, yeah, on Steam it says very positive out of 192 reviews. Been out since September 7th. So it's not even a year old at this point, unless it was in early access. They added seated runs. That is fucking dope. Okay. Oh yeah, that that was on the Switch one by default. So yeah, they added it to the Steam version. I guess they probably were working on it with the Switch one as well. That's real cool. Okay. Um, I think it's fine for, though for like a fifteen dollar Canadian anyway uh, game on Steam. How much is it on Switch? Uh, I don't remember, but I want to say around the same. Around the same. Okay. Cool. Yeah. It feels like a slower Metroid for sure, but it has more of a horror aesthetic too to it. It like Metroid is very sci-fi. This would be more like a horror sci-fi with like bloody grossness and shit. And I kind of like the aesthetic quite a bit, actually. Like a dead space? Uh yes, but not dark, if that makes sense. You can see everything. <laughs> yeah, okay. like it's all about like fighting neat. Yeah. Ew. And there's like a weird enemy with a bunch of mouths and eyes and stuff like that type of horror. It's very, okay. yeah, it's very like weird alien body horror stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's real cool. I really enjoy the aesthetic of it. And I'm kind of with you on this. I think the game is good, but a few technical limitations, probably because it's, I'm guessing one or two dudes making it because it's pretty small. Um, I think hold it back from real greatness is the problem. Yeah, I think with a little tweaks, this would honestly be like an extremely good game. Yeah, I agree. And hopefully they'd patch it to it so it gets to that point. I've been thinking about rebuying it on Switch because I think as a mobile thing, it would be a little more palatable not having to sit at my computer to do a run. Yeah, like I was basically sitting in like a waiting room playing it. So Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that'd be kind of good. Cool. All right, that's everything everyone played. That's a robot named Fight as well. Yeah. Let's do some news. Lots of news. We've got a good chunk of news coming up. Um, Sony detailed what they're going to be showing at their press conference mm-hmm. um, at E3, which they're calling their you know their E3 showcase. Uh, they basically said, we're going to be showing off Death Stranding, Ghost of Tsushima, mm-hmm. um, Spider-Man. Dope. And The Last of Us Part 2. Yeah, those that which, makes sense. Yeah. Hopefully there's some like surprises in there. there there's some more stuff. Because uh, those are all games they've announced. Yep. Although, I don't think we've seen any gameplay from Death Stranding or Ghost of Tsushima. So I'm interested in that. Or Last of Us Part 2 either, right? Even though like we can assume what it would be. Right. That's true. We've only We only saw that like weird hanging torture <laughs> that scene. weird torture porn thing yeah 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 
Um, and Spider-Man looks great. I can't wait for that. Yeah, agreed. For sure. Um, but that's going to be happening uh, during E3, specifically June 11th, if people are setting their watch to that. Uh, a game I've been interested in is Minute is coming to Switch. So I'm just saying that. Cool. Have they, uh, have they said when? Because I've heard about it and I've been curious about it, but I might hold off for Switch version now. Yeah, me too. They have not said when, I don't believe. I'm uh, just going through the video right now to see if there's a... No, yeah, I don't see anything at like the end or anything like that. Nope. Just says 2018. Uh, but yeah, I've been interested. A minute is basically like, I think it's supposed to be like Half Minute Hero. I never played any of those games, um, but a lot of people were talking about Minute being cool. So I want to play that game. Yeah. Uh, we got some pricing on Luminous Remastered, which was recently delayed a month. I believe that was supposed to come out this month. That's now June 26th. Uh, but they delayed that a, f- a few weeks ago. Uh, that game's probably going to be 20 bucks American. 20 bucks, which, yeah. That sounds great. Uh, I am definitely looking forward to Luminous. Uh, Luminous Remastered, in fact. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, this one's kind of interesting. There's going to be a Steam Link uh, phone app. Uh, which the Steam Link is that little device you can plug into your TV to basically mirror your computer to your TV and play games on your couch, yeah. on your TV. Uh, so this will mean you can play your Steam games on your phone. Which that's uh, it's gonna crazy. Be coming the week. It's going to be coming the week of May 21st. Um, you have to be on the same like Wi-Fi network of as whatever your, whatever your computer with Steam is on, just like the Steam Link. Um it's and just like the Steam Link, you can't like use the computer at the same time. It's basically just making a mirror. So it's similar to like you know Team Viewer if you're remote desktop stuff like that. Yeah. But ideally, um, lower latency so you can play games. Yeah. Um, and then theoretically, any Bluetooth controller you have for your phone, you could use. Yeah. I don't really know what the use case for this is. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering the same thing myself. Um. I mean, I guess I don't see the use for myself because I'm in a single floor apartment where I can see the TV if I open the door. Like, it's not a big deal. But for somebody like John, say, in a house, right? I could see, like, somebody maybe just, like, busting their phone out or whatever if they're upstairs and their computer's in the basement playing a game or something. Maybe. I just can't I think know, of any like, any game where I would pick like I want to play this on my phone rather than my TV before walking to my computer or steam linking it to my living room. Yeah, I, like that's yeah. the problem. Like most people I know that have like a house set up like this, like a townhouse style, yeah. they probably have TVs in most of their rooms. So and they have yeah, so this would have to be like I guess this is like the TVs being used and my computer's in another room. I guess I'll play on my phone. Right, and then in that case, you need to have. A controller as well. I- ideally, you would get one of those ones that like s- is connected to the phone. Otherwise, you have to like prop your phone up or something while you're playing with your controller. Yeah. And then again, that is such a small screen. Like it's what? super weird for sure. Because even games that are out on Steam that are mobile games have like a better inter. Like you better you'd be best off just getting the mobile version because the interface is like made for a touch screen. Exactly. So it's weird, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I'm sure somebody will find a way to hack it and, like... I guess there's, like... So there's the the NVIDIA Shield, yeah. which I guess is kind of like this. But how big is that screen? Now it's got to be bigger than a phone, right? 
Yeah, it's about the size of a DS. Mm, well, that's the shell. I forget how big the screen is. Uh, let me look. NVIDIA Shield. Okay, so this one, this first one I just found is an 8-inch tablet. So at this point, it's like a tablet. I guess I'm assuming this uh, Steam Link app will also work for iPads. Sure. So I guess that could make more sense. Um, yeah, even then, I don't know. I guess if the screen's getting big enough, it, it starts being like, well, it's kind of like the Switch, so why wouldn't you like it? But you're still only in your house. Well, that's the thing. It's really the limitation of Wi-Fi. Hmm. Yeah, like, I... Although it does say here, if you purchase movies or shows on Steam, you'll be able to watch them on Wi-Fi or LTE. So maybe their idea isn't necessarily for the gaming public, but for people that do actually use their store for the movies and stuff, for videos, this is, like, their way of saying, hey, you can watch... Your fucking payday video that you downloaded or those little mini movies on That's your true. phone. Who buys movies on Steam? Um, I've bought a few because they're not really? anywhere else. Yeah, there's a lot of indie shit on there. Okay, all right. I had no idea. They're not very the, good. But <laughs> I think, yeah, I think the only movie I have is indie movie. Indie game, game the movie. Like indie game the movie? Yeah, that's Yeah, totally I have that fair. as well. But there's um, like a, I think it was free. There's like a fan made killing floor thing. There's a bunch of payday vignette things. I like those. I like them. They're cool. Okay. So maybe they're, or maybe they're going to make a push if like so, this actually catches I, on. Real? I don't think they'd make the push maybe. against like all the other movie streaming services at this point. I feel like that's like asking for trouble. Streaming service? No, but maybe like they sell their own whatever they could get from they. <laughs> sell scraps from amazon <laughs> i don't know yeah they could yeah I, I don't know for games i can't see a, a use case scenario Agreed. for me someone would have to well okay it doesn't make sense in my life because i would say someone would have to be using my tv and my computer doesn't have access to it well there's there's no scenario where that is the case maybe if you're a family if you have someone's using the tv and you something. don't want to go down to your computer remember your computer can't be being used yeah so the only use case is you don't feel like going to your computer and and then and then you have your phone i guess but like if your kid has a tablet with this app they you don't want them on the computer because you have work documents you have pornography whatever you do on your computer is your own time it's true my background is just a naked lady so i don't even want yeah. to turn the monitor on i figured probably yeah yeah yeah, that's true. Uh, maybe, I guess. There you go. I don't know. Although, if it works like the Steam Link that I have, you can just control the computer from, you know, whatever's using the app. So, you could still see my <laughs> naked lady background. And, yeah. And that, so. Yeah. I, I don't know. know. I'm trying to make excuses for this thing. I think it's kind of a dumb idea, <laughs> like, straight up, <laughs> that they're doing it, but whatever. I mean, I guess do it. I just don't see, like, why. Yeah. But. I agree. There's no no anyway. Um, in bigger news, well, I guess it was Canadian Walmart oh, no. dropped a weird leak. Um, and then P this was I think yesterday, right? Yesterday, two days ago. Oh on, my god, uh, <laughs> Wednesday. Um, now a lot of this just seems like somewhat rumors, but a lot of it just kind of makes sense. Sure. So they put up a bunch of like placeholder slots for like pre-order stuff potentially. Um, which is a lot, probably a lot of stuff that was going to get announced at E3, we're assuming. Sure. So 
just uh, looking at, I th- I'm pretty sure it's not on Walmart now. I'm trying to load, load up the actual website. Yeah, it is Canadian Walmart. It is Canadian Walmart. Of course it is. Yeah, so they've, well, they've the taken price. these down, yeah. but there's an image here. Um, I'll just read some of the highlights of what they possibly leaked. Okay. Just Cause 4. That's actually, that's actually kind of surprising. Hadn't a heard a little bit, yeah. 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 Splinter Cell. Nice. I mean, we're going back, man. We're going back to the beginning. I mean, they, they did just bring in uh, what's his name to do voice for uh, uh, Michael Ghost Ironside. Recon game. Yeah, Ghost Recon. Yeah. So yep. I mean, that that we were we were thinking they were doing a Splinter Cell. No subtitle. Maybe it, just a reboot of Splinter Cell. I don't know. I'm down. What is this? Dragon Quest Two, which we're assuming is Builders Two. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think people where there was things were pointing towards that. So that makes sense. Sure. Lego DC villains. I don't even. I don't know what that is, but okay. I mean, they're to do DC, Lego DC heroes, so it kind of makes sense. Yeah, Borderlands Three. We, we knew they were working on Borderlands Three. They've said as much. Rage Two is the one everyone's like. Yeah. Why is this getting a sequel? Yeah, and then Gears of War Five, which sure that makes sense. Like this year, I could see a, a new Gears of War coming out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this one's pretty funny. Forza Horizons Five. The last one was three. Hmm. Um, so either they're skipping Forza Horizon 4 or that was just a weird typo, uh, which is probably the case. I actually, uh, hope, I actually word, hope they skip a number. I think that'd be funny. That'd be kind of funny. Sure. Yeah, maybe. Um, and then Assassin's Creed. Ubisoft has said they're not doing another Assassin's Creed this year. They're, let, they're just doing post-game stuff for Origins. So who knows what that is? Yeah. Um, again, the, these this could be fake. Sure. Like, who knows? This could be someone just trying to like guess. Um, if you look at the image, uh, Final Fantasy VII remake is on this. Is it? Which I don't think that game is ever coming out. Uh, same with Beyond Good and Evil Two is on this. Okay. <clears throat> is Halo Six on there? Because I'd really like to get any info about that. Uh, nope. No. Metroid Prime is, and so is Dreams. Yeah, okay. What's dreams. That's that media molecule one. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that uh, they first showed with like the move controllers, I think. Yeah. No, you're right. This and is. Then, weird. Uh, what else is on here? Uh, the Division Two. I believe they've said they're working on. They Division have two. absolutely confirmed that's coming. Yeah. Uh, all right. Is anything else here interesting? Something called Destiny Comet. Would that be okay. the Destiny expansion? Probably. Maybe. I don't know why it's not called Destiny 2 comment. <laughs> yeah, that's com- fair. Comet. <laughs> um, but that could just be the, the expansion. Because theoretically, they'd be putting out like a big expansion this year. Yeah. Like they did for Destiny 1. Right. Uh, I think that's the, the big stuff. Yeah. This is weird. This is a weird thing. This is weird. Again, take this all with a grain of salt. We usually don't do like rumors on this because it could just be fake sure um there was a pretty funny response from the rage twitter account where they were like hey walmart like here's a bunch of things that you did wrong and they pointed out like with like comic sans like you didn't do it in all caps so that is not the rage logo uh there's no age rating on this so that's wrong that was kind of funny uh big anarchy symbol yeah who knows if this is real a lot of these just kind of make sense uh, but it's also just 
suspicious because it's a huge retailer. I think uh, Homer sums up my thoughts on it. These sure are some games you could assume are coming. I think so. I think a lot of them, sure, but Rage, Rage 2 is... That's fucking weird. Yeah, I love, he actually like, wrote that, too. Games you could assume are coming, and Rage 2. <laughs> and Rage 2, yeah. That's it, basically. Well, Bethesda says they've so, got some nice stuff to show this year. What if that's... They're, they're ace in the hole. Is that I, Rage 2, Bethesda? I mean, if... Uh, sorry, go I think, ahead. I think they're pretty much publishing everything it does now, so... Okay, all right, then you're right, yep. If that's what there is in the hole, I hope it works out for them. I mean, there's also rumors they're going to show off a new Bioshock this year, so... Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that is true. Uh, continuing on, Nintendo detailed their uh, Switch's online service that will be coming, I believe it's in September. Yeah. Um, it's going to be $20 a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want, like, the annual price. Otherwise, uh, it can be $4 a month. Or $8 for three months. Okay. Interestingly, you can get a family account for $35 a year, which works up to eight Switch devices. Not, oh. just, not just accounts on a device. Oh, I missed it's that eight part. Eight Switch devices. I knew it was eight Switch accounts. I didn't realize it was devices. Oh. Yeah. So theoretically, you and your friends could share a family account. So... New Patreon tier, I guess, to make sure that TDP exists. <laughs> Just pay pay for our Switch online service. Jeez. TDP oh. presents Switch online. <laughs> and the first five of the back at that tier can get in on it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, that would be so uh, good. Along with this, uh, cloud saves. Which is great. Yeah, but that should just be a thing. I hate that. That I hate any time that's behind a paywall. I hate yeah, that companies do P- that. PSN also does that. I know. I hate it. It's fucking stupid. It's bad. Um, what a lot of people are asking about though is, can we do local backup saves? If we don't want mm. to do cloud saves, because we currently cannot. Have they um, um, have they said anything about that yet, or not yet? I haven't heard okay. anything about that. Um. Which hopefully that would come as well. Like I, I wish I could have like a backup SD card, but I mean I'm probably going to be buying this. So I'll have the cloud save. That's not a big deal. <clears throat> um, as usual, so you'll have to you you'll have to pay for this to get um multiplayer starting in September, right? Which I'm assuming Smash is probably going to come out around this as like their big thing. I could see it for sure. Yep. Um. Yep. Yep. It'll also give you access to the smartphone app. It's currently Great. free. <laughs> yep. Remember, yeah. Use the smartphone app so you can voice chat with your friends. <laughs> Remember, only in Splatoon two. Yeah. Um. With I'll just read this little blurb with online play added. Oh, sorry. Before that, they're also uh, going to be talking about their um the replacement for virtual console. We'll get to that a bit later. Right. But you're going to get twenty NES games. And before we get to the list. Now I'll read this blurb. With online play added to every classic game, you can compete or cooperate online with friends, share your screen, or pass the controller, depending on the game. Okay. Uh, and then with the Nintendo Switch online smartphone phone app, you can also voice chat. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess the interesting thing there is they're adding online to a bunch of old NES games. Yeah, no, for cool. sure. That's super cool. It's kind of cool. I don't know how many of these I need to play again. But I mean, I'm curious kind of what the online will be. So the, they, they said you're going to get 20 
And they've only s- said 10 of them so far. And they are Ice Climber, Legend of Zelda, Balloon Fight, Soccer, Tennis, Mario Bros, Super Mario Bros, Dr. Mario, Super Mario Bros 3, and Donkey Kong. Fuck yeah, Balloon Fight? Hell yeah. Just, I, I was going to say, so people are only going to play Dr. Mario and Mario 3. Got it. Like, pretty much, but Balloon Fight, no. Oh, Legend of Zelda. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. I'm curious, like, what the online component of, like, Legend of Zelda will be. My guess is it's just not going to have it. Or, yeah. Oh, no, they said they said they might have a hot swap feature. Hmm. They said pass the controller, so I'm assuming you could, like, watch your friend playing it and then send them control of it. Yeah. Yeah. What if they just put in co-op? That would also be cool, but I think that's that- above the scale of what Nintendo would do. That might break that game, but how cool would that be? That would get me to play it again. It would be kind of neat. Mario Bros. with online and voice chat as God intended. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh man, it's, uh, it's gonna so it's subscription service. Uh, they have said that these games will be available if you're in offline play, which is good. I just realized Mario Bros. Online could have like a super toxic community behind it. That would be hilarious. Why? <laughs> because anytime you put a competitive natured game and people trying to win, it becomes toxic. Every time. People hate each other. <laughs> as as okay. we've Well, I mean, seen. that could be for any game, not just Mario Yeah, Bros. but what I'm saying is Mario Bros. now is able to get that because online anonymity and the internet makes it so you don't have to face somebody face-to-face. When you're playing Mario Bros. originally, you would have been face-to-face with your friend. And your friends, right. so whatever. Well, the, the way they get around this is you have probably have to like friend code up with. This oh, person. you're right. They still yeah. use friend codes. That's right. So, <laughs> well, remember the, on, be, the online service. Your the online service is when you just can use usernames. Yeah, not maybe not Nintendo's. I doubt Nintendo. No, that was literally one of the things they said. Like, hey, when when we actually get the proper online service, you can just use usernames. Okay. Hopefully, yeah, cool. we'll see. We'll definitely see. Um. Anyway, so that's happening in uh, September. Are you guys going to get it? I mean, yeah. yeah I have to. Okay. Because I'm sure there's going right. to be a game at some point I'm going to want to play with somebody. So, yeah. I kind of mainly just want to for the cloud saves just to, like, have for peace of mind. I got to be ready for Smash. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, you need Smash? Okay. Yeah. Uh, and like I said before, um, replacing Virtual Console... Virtual console is not coming to the Switch, Nintendo has said. Yeah. Uh, which I don't think is much of a big deal, because they're just using the terminology virtual console. Right. It seems like they are bringing over old games. It's just now part of this their Netflix-style subscription service. Although they didn't say anything about if they're going to be adding games or how games will like swap, swap in and out, or if different consoles. I, I hope it is a Netflix-style thing where they just add more games and just you're, you're getting access to more for just a flat fee, or they decide to up the fee when they add more. Like, a Netflix-style thing for Nintendo games would be phenomenal. I think it's probably going to be sim- more closer to like games with gold and PlayStation Plus, where they'll take stuff down yeah. and put stuff yeah, up. I agree. That's as more likely. Just continuously That's more likely. Add. Um, you're right. If it was just continuously add, that's fantastic. Yeah, that's very cool. But they don't have to do that because no one else is doing that. Right. Um. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Thanos is in Fortnite. I thought this was just a yeah. weird thing that's going on Th- right now. This got me to install Fortnite a couple days ago. I'm gonna take a look oh, at yeah? it. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Fortnite, most popular game, as we know, 
right now uh, there's a game mode. It's a limited time thing. I hear, I think it's about a minute and a half into a match. Uh, the gauntlet will like shoot down from the sky yeah. and then whoever gets it turns into Thanos. Yep. And then you can like fly and like super punch and laser beams. Yep. And you're always seen on the map. So people kind of hunt you. Uh, I hear it's a pretty fun and just kind of silly mode. Yeah. There's a uh, gifts of Thanos dancing. <laughs> of course. As you do. Yeah. But yeah, that's the thing you can do right now. No word on when that's closing. Yeah. Um, there was some pictures leaked of Animal Crossing on the Switch. I did not uh, see this. Did you actually read this? No. <laughs> okay. God damn it, Sean. <laughs> is, this, is this fake? Scroll down three pictures. Anyone can use Photoshop. All right. But what if that's just what the character's saying? <laughs> hey, man, you could have said something. This was going that's around. This was... <laughs> I did! I didn't even uh, hear about this, so I just read it now. This is right, this so was this going fake. around on okay. Twitter last week. I was surprised. Yeah, that's when I saw I, it. I didn't. I didn't see that it was. Uh, I didn't fake. see it no, either. The, actually, the thing on Twitter had four pictures, and they were the the Photoshop ones. I think I just read the the headline and was like, "Oh, that's that's news. I'll save that." Fair enough. Uh, all right. <laughs> the rest is from Discord. Yeah, Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate is coming to Switch. They actually fucking did it. It's actually coming. Ah! And it's only uh, what, like a year and a half after it came out. It's so infuriating because now I'm just thinking of like trouble I went through to buy the Japanese version, and then the hours I put into that, and now here we are. I'm gonna do it again. Hey, gonna, hang on. Gonna buy it oh, again? Fu- sorry, fucking for sure. Sorry, I need to go back to the Animal Crossing thing again. <laughs> Sean, did you not notice it was Dorkly that you were linking to? No, I'm telling you, I saw the headline and I was like, okay. You didn't notice it said dorkly.com? The fucking spinoff? <laughs> what is dorkly? You've never heard of dorkly? No. It's literally a spinoff of uh, college uh, college humor. College humor? It's just a video game version of college humor. Oh, I, I have no idea what dorkly is. Alright, never mind then. <laughs> oh well. Hey, you are welcome to vet my news stories in the future. <laughs> <laughs> I will have to, apparently. Uh, so yeah, Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate, which is Monster Hunter Double Cross. Uh, if you have played Monster Hunter World as your first, I would suggest maybe not getting this, because you will not get those quality of life changes you probably liked about Wait, it. Wait, is this not the latest one? No. This is... Oh. The one, okay, so Monster Hunter Generations came out here, like, a couple years ago. Then they released a better version, like, an ultimate version of that only in Japan. This is basically that coming to Switch now, is the way that goes. So, if you know what to expect from old Monster Hunter, it's a lot of, like, dumb bullshit that they fix in World. um, That, like, then you'll probably get, the thing is, is if I have to explain this to you, probably just wait on it if i don't you know what monster hunter is you're probably in it's fine i feel like there's gonna be a lot of people that like world 
finally captured them. And this and is going like, to oh, disappoint man, them. for the Switch. Yeah. And then it's going to be like, whoa, wait, what is this? Yeah, like not being able to pick things up on the fly, not being able to use items while you're moving to dodge stuff. Like, this is real Monster Hunter in the way that it's, like, kind of bad. So if if you know what to expect, you're probably excited, and, you know, we can play together. It's all good. Well, hit, hit me up on that Nintendo uh, whatever, their online service when that comes out. Uh, if not, and Monster Hunter World was your first, and even if you liked it, maybe don't take a look into this right away. Maybe just wait on it. Maybe try it somewhere. That's all I'm saying. You're going to be disappointed otherwise. <laughs> and I don't want you to be disappointed. Monster Hunter World is Capcom's best-selling game, though, of all time. They have announced, which is also in the news here. I thought this already happened. Uh... Legendary Milestone, best-selling Capcom game of all time. I mean, this was published a couple days ago on the 5th. I thought I just remember hearing something similar, but anyway. I I think what people were saying is that it was on the road to being, and it has officially surpassed Maybe it was like best launch or something. Best launch is definitely a thing that happened. So 7.5 million combined shipments uh, in digital sales for Monster Hunter World. So congratulations to them on that. Uh, after that, there's a, just a few like announcement things. La Mulana 2 teaser site was launched. So La Mulana 2 is coming out summer 2018. Apparently has been in production as a Kickstarter or whatever since 2014. So that's finally coming. And I am excited to get another one of those. La Mulana is a good game. Or was a good game. I haven't played it in a while. So I'm excited for one of those. Shovel Knight is coming to Blade Strangers. Uh, Blade Strangers being the crossover fighting game with a bunch of indie characters that are going to be showing up in it. Like Isaac from Binding of Isaac. Um, a bunch of characters from Cave Story. I can't remember who else is in it. There's a list uh, of... Code, of... Code of Princess is another one. Yeah. Uh, see the problem. Speaking of characters coming to stuff, um, I was just talking to Paul about this earlier. For Runner Three, you get to play as Charles Martinet. Mm. Yeah, which is pretty funny. Yeah, it's real good for sure. So Nicholas is weird because they're they're working on this game, the uh, Blade Strangers, but they also just announced the other day uh, a puzzle game that's basically just Super Puzzle Fighter with the same character rosters, but also Astro Boy. Okay. Yes. Yeah, no, you're right. They are weird. The puzzle fighter looking game looks dope. <laughs> well, yeah, because it's basically puzzle fighter. Yeah. I mean, it looks super basic as hell <laughs> from yeah. the screenshot, but whatever. Um, yeah, Nicholas is doing some weird things. Uh, Blade Strangers looks cool. I'm excited to see what that it is as a full package, and that's coming out this year, I believe, later on this year. So Shovel Knight's coming to that. And the last thing of news I got here is Devolver Digital's releasing an SNES game. for, um, And 100% of the money they get from it is for Take This, which is a mental health awareness uh, charity organization, which is real cool. And it's this. all about crunching as a game developer? It's called Fork Parker's Crunch Out. It's a good name. <laughs> yeah, it's a real good name for like sure. That name. 
Um, I think people should just look it up and look at the pictures. It's hard to describe some of them. He's Fort Parker is holding a pig in one of them. It's a mad, mad world we live in, basically. That an SNES game is coming out in 2018 or 19? 50 bucks. John, are you going to be getting this? I don't know. When is this coming out? Fall 2018. Maybe, since it's for charity. Yeah. I don't know what to expect from the actual game. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out right now, based on this. So features are furious task management and questionable questionable motivation tactics are your tools. Coffee discipline and shock treatment are in play as your te- if your team slips off their production schedule. Oh, it seems like it's a management game. Just like straight up. Spend your profits from each game wisely. Uh, Maybe it'll be like game dev story. Yeah, probably something like that. Hmm. I might actually look into this. But I just... Like... I like that it says an SNES game, but man, I just want it digitally somehow. So I'll wait till see if they <laughs> release it somehow digitally in the future. Oh, this is the studio that did Coffee Crisis. Okay, now this makes sense. I don't know what that is. Coffee Crisis is a is a beat 'em up where you play as a bunch of baristas for like a Starbucks knockoff that and has been taken over by like demons or something. So you have to go beat up people to try to save the world. I think it recently got ported to Steam. I've actually seen okay. I've actually seen hmm. a couple games this studio's done. Justice Duel, Little Medusa. Oh, okay. I actually think I know which one you're talking about now. Huh. Okay, cool. I mean for a good cause, like it's kind of a win win. But uh this I would still like to see what it is for sure because there's a couple screenshots here on their main page that it doesn't necessarily make it obvious. It kind of looks like the uh, game dev, like Tycoon or game dev story or whatever setup where there's a bunch of desks and people working at them. And Fork Parker in this screenshot is going up to one of the people working at a computer and shocking him with like a taser (laughs) or something. (laughs) I'm guessing because he was like slacking off. I don't know. It's classic Parker. Classic. It seems a little weird to me. Like, I'm not going to get into this too much that a game that is benefiting mental health would be featuring an abusive boss during like crunch time. Essentially, it seems real weird to me, but whatever. It's all in fun. People don't actually work themselves to death in real life, so it's fine, right? Yeah. <sighs> Anyways, Let's go on to some questions. That's it for news. <clears throat> People want to send questions in. It's topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Facebook group, the Discord channel, and John's P.O. Box. I'll read this first one from Thomas. All right. <clears throat> After listening to last week's podcast, Sean and Paul were commenting on how in the new God of War, if you get off your boat midway through a story, the next time you get on your boat, you'll continue from where you left off. Uh, They're in a set order and you'll never miss a story. However, this was a massive complaint when the original Mass Effect did it for the elevator conversations. Both were unmissable and linear in fashion, but why did Mass Effect get all the hate while God of War gets the praise? Did they get hate for this? I think it. I think the hate was even, the fact 
that those elevators sucked because it was just like, well, I'm going to put my controller down for a little bit. It wasn't necessarily that. I think, if anything, those elevator, this is the good thing of those elevator parts. Yeah, I don't remember much about the stories or anyone talking about what the characters were saying. I just remember those elevator rides taking forever because yeah. they were masking loading. Yeah, totally. Uh, and I remember people getting upset about long elevator rides, and that was the joke. Yeah, no, totally. In fact, the thing that was good about the elevator rides is stuff with, that you were doing or directly involved with in the game, the little like news thing would be playing that would be like talking about those exploits and stuff. And I always thought that part of it is real cool. It's just the fact that they exist at all that I think is what got the hate. Okay, next question is a weird one. <clears throat> what is your favorite letter? Uh, e? <laughs> For my name? P? Okay. Johnny said X? Yeah. X is a good one. I think you're muted-ish, John. Sorry, the, the cat's way. here. That's why. Uh, X. Okay. Um, I, I don't have a favorite letter. X is a real good one, for sure. Uh, next, do you think Monster Hunter World will ever come to Switch? It was a bit of a tease with the announcement of Monster Hunter's Generations Ultimate, but granted the Japanese version released a half a year before world. So I get why they're releasing that to North America switch users, but still it makes you yearn for a portable world. Mm, no, I think, I think the necessity of the online for world complicates it. I think they also just said no, like it, it can't, it wouldn't fit. Probably. It's a pretty big game world. So yeah, yeah. it's a world of game. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm going to say no, the old structure, the reason why, the other monster hunters can because they're the way they're structured is that there's loading screens between each like area. You're not loading a full map at one time. And so, yeah, I don't think that console handheld consoles are just good enough to really run it at a thing they'd be comfortable with. So no, I don't think it would happen. And finally, what did you end up doing with the undertale trophy, John? It's right here. It's just next to the arcade machine. There you go. Uh, cool. All right. All right. Uh, I have letters. Oh, okay. Well, while you're getting those, Paul. Yeah. Why don't you read the second question? The dark broker wrote in and said a fair amount of questions for you today. Slash night. Question one, Sean, John, Sean, I'm heading to LA for this July for anime expo. What type of weather should I expect? Other than everything is on fire. Um, okay, so I don't live in L.A., but it should be pretty hot in July. Okay. Thank you, weatherman. Sean, are there yep. any neat local places I should hit when I'm there? I, I, I don't, I don't, know. I don't live in L.A. <laughs> I'm sorry if that was confusing. <laughs> I live like six hours north of L.A. <laughs> the uh, beach? Go to the beach? Uh, he also says our Airbnb is about a 15-minute walk away from the L.A. Convention Center for general approximation. Just get lost I don't in even the city, know man. Just walk around and go into stuff and check it out. Go look at that Hollywood sign. That's what I did when I went there for a weekend. Yeah. And then I went to the beach. <laughs> there you go. Uh, question two. John, how do you Yo. check on the rarity of games price-wise? Uh, I got a couple sites I go to. Game value now and price charting. Is it just checking similar prices on multiple platforms or is there a site for it? I You kind of 
answered that with that. Yeah. Basically, those sites like aggregate prices they see on like eBay and other sites like that. And then it gives you a rough idea of what the game's worth value-wise. Cool. Uh, question three. If you had to choose one album to communicate your music taste per genre, what would it be? P.S. You may break down as many genres as you want, but they must be able to be found on Wikipedia to count. Also, bonus <laughs> points for not using best of or collection. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, music taste per genre. I mean, there are a lot of genres. Yeah. I don't know. Pick like your pick a like couple pick of like three genres. three genres. Let's yeah. Say. Uh, Okay, for rap slash hip hop, Deltron thirty thirty, easily. Um, for, electron- for electronic dance music, Daft Punk, Discovery. For electronic dance, Daft blah, blah. For electronic dance music, I will do Justice's Cross. Also a great choice. This for might maybe- be. Sorry, oh, you go for it. You go. This might be a little cheating for the collection or best of albums, but. The soundtrack for Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, the game by Anna Managuchi. I think that's just for chiptune music. For chip uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say for game soundtrack, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't even, Well, I don't think game soundtrack is a genre. No, for chip- technically it anything. is. Technically I, it is. Yeah, I chose it specifically for chiptune myself. All right, well, then we'll say chiptune on that. Yeah. Uh, I'd say for prog rock... Uh, the RX Bandits, probably I'll use, not Progress, shoot, The Resignation. Okay. It's, that's my favorite album, so. I'm trying to think, like, my go-to, like, music genres. Um, I don't know, like, alternative, like, emo rock. I'll do as Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge for My Chemical Romance. That would definitely classify me. Okay, fair enough. Um, for Industrial, oh, Industrial's huge. I just got to go with a classic and say the 1999 is for the fragile by nine inch nails. Best album of the year. All right. I'm, I listen to a lot of pop rock right now. So I'm going to say like my current favorite is in her own words. And the album is unfamiliar. That's not one that you, um, you showed me you a few. Yeah, of those, tracks. Those, were, yeah. those tracks were actually pretty dope. I was impressed. They're super catchy. Yeah, they're pretty good for sure. Uh, for just straight up rock or like garage rock, if you would want to call it that, I, probably Queens of the Stone Age songs for the deaf is just a classic. I'm going to say my favorite genre, irony, is Smash Mouth Astro Lounge. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's like their only album as far as I'm concerned. I mean, that, I didn't honest, even, honest I to God, no that album's actually really good. <laughs> I actually yeah. do like that album. I love the genre irony. It's real good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah alright was that three each sure I said, I said three let's say it's fine I think I said okay. four but I'm gonna go with it uh, question four what is your what was your let's watch this every night movie as a kid for me it's men in black 100% as a kid I, I watched the shit out of men in black <laughs> wait what was it about men in black I don't know. It was like 80 minutes. You just loved when he punched that ball Chinian <laughs> in the balls. Wasn't that two? I'm speaking. I'm talking about one. I don't know. M- maybe. I don't remember. I which. love that you were just like, that's not the right movie. Yeah. You've seen it that one much. One and two basically blend together for me. And then three is its kind of own thing. How old were you when you first saw Men in Black? Uh, 
like maybe 10 or 12 or something like somewhere in there i don't know i don't remember when did that movie come out because i saw it in theaters originally but i would have been black i want to say it's like 97 96 So, Maybe later all right, as a kid, my go-to movie that I watched way too much to justify any kind of response is Dude, Where's My Car? Nice. Nice. And I can't get any of that time back. For I would have been 11. Okay. For me, I had two movies I watched a ton as a kid, and that was the second Ninja Turtles movie. Oh, yeah. And Aladdin. Oh, dude, okay. fucking Aladdin, sure. though. Aladdin's a great movie. Yeah. Yeah, Aladdin is a good one. Uh, last question for those of you playing God of War: Does the balance in the side quest versus the main story feel completely different? Yes, and for good reason. I feel because yeah. people that just want to see the story can do it easily, and people that want to dig into the mechanics of the combo system and being or getting good at the combat and all that stuff can go for all that stuff. And I'm totally okay with that. I don't understand this question. What does the balance mean? Of how hard the game is. Difficulty balance. Okay. I mean, the sides... D- d- wait, it like... um, For the most part, doesn't it just kind of scale? No. Because so when you're going... Because I know you're not doing a lot of the side stuff as you go. When you go back, it's like a bunch of easy enemies? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, well, there you go then. Yeah. Uh, John, you have letters, you said. I do. I have three letters here. Let me get these sorted in order. April 23rd. April 30th. And... April 16th. There we go. Right. Oh, trivia, right? right? Probably. Yes. Nice. Uh, The room script. Also, yeah, the room script. And there's a note, I think, about... Mark has materialized behind Claudette and Lisa. Some game devs really don't know how to make practical achievements. Some trophies slash game score are only gotten by a select few. Which of these ridiculously hard achievements is not real? Oh, jeez. Okay. okay. All right. Five options by the looks of it. A, Mega Man 10, Mr. Perfect, clear the game without getting damaged. I'm pretty sure that exists. That is that's 100 percent real. Uh, yeah. B. Tom that's Clancy's insane. Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter. Oh, world world champion, climb to the number one rank in the global leaderboard. That's insane. That is yeah. Gears well, of War wise. three. Seriously, three Earn every Onyx medal, which means completing uh twenty four or let's say two hundred and forty campaign chapters. It looks like oh, without dying. Uh, complete 6,000 kills with six different weapons, earn 500 MVP ribbons, get first blood 3,000 plus times, etc. I can guarantee that's I, real. I think that one's real. Yeah. I know the name is definitely yeah, real. Yeah, the seriously it. achievements are kind of a running gag with Gears. Uh, D, Harm's Way, speedrun, course three, complete course three in under three minutes. For reference, the record on speedrun.com is two minutes, 58 seconds, 0.63 milliseconds, and only 10 people currently have a sub three minute time. Well, I guess that confirmed that's real. Well, no, it just confirms that's the that's the real speed run. He could have made up the achievement. Mm. He could have changed the time, too, because maybe that achievement exists, but it's like under four or five minutes or something. And E, the Stanley Parable, 
unachievable. It is impossible to get this achievement. That is real. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that one's real. Yeah. So I guess maybe you're right in harm's way is actually the fake one. It's the only one that doesn't match well, up. Well, I don't know. That Graw one seems ridiculous. No, Ubisoft has really stupid ones. I would believe the Graw one being real. I would believe it too. What are we answering? I'm, so saying, you, I'm saying D. I'm with you. I'm going to go B. That's I don't believe it. That's insane. Answer. Surprise, surprise. The answer is D. Harm's Way was wow, one of these okay. those free Doritos games on the 360 that it was ridiculously easy to get all the achievements for. Was it really? So I played that game. I didn't even remember that. Yeah. I still have that installed on my Xbox. I probably do, too, actually. <laughs> I, I don't think I have it installed. Oh, I have that one. Fair enough. All right. April 23rd. If you're reading the script today, I'd recommend getting a water bottle. <laughs> well, I know where they're at then. <laughs> so uh i should point out i watched disaster artist on the flight to the marathon but i have without not, having seen the room i have not seen the room interesting but okay. i have seen well, a, i have seen enough of the room's clips to yeah. have gotten what i wanted out of that movie sure okay okay so what do you think of the disaster artist it's really good it's so good yeah it's a good it's a good time <laughs> yeah, it it's is. it's weird and funny i like the scene at the very end where they had the fake tommy Wiseau talking to actual tommy Wiseau. <laughs> sure yeah I like um I don't know if you watched during the credits, but he show they show all like the comparisons. Yeah. Those are really good. Oh, and like I, I was thinking like he had a good Tommy Wiseau until he did the I did not scene and like they're Agreed. so night and day. Yeah. Sure. Uh anyways, let's fuck with you guys a little more. The Kingdom Hearts games are notorious for having oh. a convoluted timeline. Put these games in chronological order in the timeline. Okay. I played a little bit of one. I have no idea. I played there are one six, and two. There, there are six of these. Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories, Kingdom Hearts 2, Kingdom Hearts Coded, Birth by Sleep, and 3D Dream Drop Distance. What the fuck is Coded? Isn't there one that's like <laughs> 365 over 2? Yeah. Something? Yep. Well, Which one's that? Uh, well, that's not on the list, but yeah. That was a D, that's a, a DS one. Why is that? Why is that? He just, why isn't it, that one He on just picked six games. That's all. So there's more than six Kingdom Hearts games? There's like ten. I thought there was like... Like Kingdom Hearts 3 five. is like the tenth game in the series or something like that. Oh, man. Coded yeah, I think was that's for the I, phone. Jesus, okay. Yeah. So I know for a fact that Birth by Sleep is the first chronologically. So that's... Especially out of these six. Yeah, I'm with you. Okay, let's do it. That's one. So that leaves Kingdom Hearts 1, 2, Chain of Memories... Coded and Dream Drop Distance. I know that actually, if you if you count the remixes, which there's three of them, yep. I guess. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts three is the twelfth. Jesus. So otherwise, it's the ninth. Hmm. That's still okay. ridiculous. Yeah, because there's because there's. Oh wait, is this a different one? Well, oh no, sorry. There's thirteen. Yeah, there's thirteen. That's Coded, crazy. Coda got a release on the DS apparently as well, according to Wing Wolf. Well, I know one chain and two all happen in order. Oh, sorry. The I, I thought a lot of these were like one title. There's like fifteen or sixteen. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of Kingdom Hearts games. So I know A, B, and C are in order, but the question is, where do D and F fit in? Okay. I thought right, I, I thought no F was like a retelling of events that happened in one and chain. So I want to say that's either after two or before two. 
I have no idea about coded at all. Okay. So what's the first one? Number one. E. E. Birth by sleep. Hands down. E. Okay. I'm that writing us it with, down. That leaves us with Kingdom Hearts 1, Chain of Memories, 2, and I know those three are in order. Coded and 3D Dream Drop Distance. <laughs> of course. <laughs> One of the games is like a training montage for Sora or some weird shit like that. So I think that's Dream Drop, which would be at the end, but I'm still not sure. Uh, coded, I have no idea where to put it. So basically, coded is where we're looking to throw. Yeah, where are we putting coded? I'm going to say before Kingdom Hearts 2. Sean, I think you might have actually... I'm, I have no idea. I've even been reading some of this Wikipedia article, and I still have no idea. <laughs> All right. Answer. The order is Birth by Sleep. Yep. Kingdom Hearts. Yep. Chain, Chain of Memories. Yep. Kingdom Hearts 2. Damn it. Kingdom Hearts Coded, and then Dream Drop Distance. God damn it, the way I wrote it down in my mind was right, but the way I wrote it on paper was wrong. I spared okay. you the trouble of sorting the extra stuff in the remixes. However, here's a bonus question. Kingdom Hearts 358 divided by two days starts during the events at the end of blank, runs concurrently with blank, and then ends right before blank. Fill in the blanks with the letters. Dude, fuck Kingdom Hearts. I like, really Jesus. hate Kingdom Hearts' timeline. I think it's absolutely <laughs> Holy stupid. fuck. <laughs> oh, oh I'm actually angry. I'm tilted. It's like a Fast and the Furious <laughs> franchise, go- but extreme. I'm fucking I'm, tilted, I'm, I'm, dude. I'm just going to go ahead. Uh, bonus answer is it uh, starts during the events at the end of the first game, runs concurrently sure. with Chain of Memories, Yep. And uh, ends right before Kingdom Hearts 2. Yeah, totally. I'm with you. Okay. I mean, who didn't know that? Join us next week for the Zelda timeline. Oh, my. Actually, you know what? Okay, but this one's fake. This Zelda one. I have a feeling that was a joke. Yeah, uh, okay. April 30th. <laughs> what a trip fall. Seriously, glad you enjoyed it, though, considering you were experimenting with uh, learning Japanese-type video games, or at least with that one RPG a few years ago. Oh my god, that's right. Okay, I forgot we're back that far. I take it it's been on your mind for quite some time. Anyways, enough creeping about. It's time for your weekly question with all of the hype around the Spyro Reignited trilogy and the already-released Crash Insane trilogy. It's funny to see that they weren't even the most popular PS1 series. Crash 3 was the fifth best-selling game on the PS1, but two games and their sequels were one to four. Which two series are these four games from? Oh. I I can already tell it's going to be the Gran Turismos. Everyone I knew had those. The Gran Turismos were... My sister even owned a copy. I mean, I definitely did. (laughs) So there's no way the Gran Turismos aren't on that list. she's a car. How much more (laughs) driving does she need? That's real good. That's a good one. I like this bit. <laughs> oh my god. All right. My mom was a human and my dad was a car. <laughs> but what else was big on the PlayStation that would have gotten? Uh, maybe the Final Fantasies, but he says sequels, so I don't know. Well, 7 is a sequel, I, mean, I guess. 6. Mhm. So 7 and 8? Cuz I know 9 didn't sell I nearly can't see as well. 8 being that popular, is it? Eight mm. was well coming off of seven. I'm sure it was popular, and then people. He's saying it's two. There's two series, right? There's 
two games and their sequels. Two games and their sequels were number one to number four. And there's no way Final Fantasy VII is not one of them. Like Okay, so like like format wise it could be like Gran Turismo one, two, and Final Fantasy Seven and Eight. Yeah. That's like okay. Although I then I don't think it's Final Fantasy because I can't see eight being up there. I think Gran Turismo is a, is a really good answer. I think that's correct. I think I'm I could actually with the Final see Fantasies. I could see eight being up there. For sure. I'm gonna stick with the my answers, Gran Turismo's and Final Fantasies. And it, it would be Gran Turismo 1 and 2, is that right? Yeah, because there was only two Gran Turismos on the PS1. Okay. I had one of them on the PlayStation 2. I hate that game. Hmm. <laughs> That's probably 3, then. Yeah. I mean, I'm not completely sold on Gran Turismo necessarily, but I'm, I don't know what else would replace it. Those games were huge. They though. were, yeah. So. That's the thing, is that I don't know what else would... Yeah, I, I, all, all the big titles I'm thinking of were all like PS2 games. Yeah. So I, I can't think of what it was. So and all the like, sequels I'm thinking of were PS2 games, too. Like maybe Tony Hawk, but I doubt that. That's maybe. not that's not that's a not bad a, That's not a terrible choice. You know what? I'm going to go with that and uh, Final Fantasy. Like Tony Hawk 1 and 2? Tony Hawk might not be the best idea, though, because it was on other systems. Hmm. Well, then I guess that, Final that Fantasy 7 and 8 technically were, too. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you want to go with that okay, there? What, what is it? I'm going to go with Tony Hawk and Final Fantasy. I'll lock Gran it in. Tur- Gran Turismo 1 and 2 are number 1 and number 3, while Final okay. Fantasy 7 and 8 are number yeah. 2 and number 4. Okay. okay, sure. All right. I'd love to see the Final Fantasy re-delayed trilogy or the Gran Turismo refueled trilogy. Also, a big disclaimer, between regular Wikipedia and simple Wikipedia, number 1 to number 3 are the same, but Final Fantasy 8 is 7 on regular and number 4 on simple. I don't feel too bad about that considering the first of each pair was constant, but if you specifically knew that Tekken 3 was the fourth best-selling PS1 game and base your answer off of that, consolation prize? What is simple Wikipedia? Um, Phone-friendly, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. Never heard of that. Simple Wikipedia. That's all I, I got. I need to know as well. That's all the letters. Cool. It uses basic English vocabulary and shorter sentences. Amazing. Huh. That's great. I I actually probably would have really enjoyed that when I was using Wikipedia for like essays and stuff mm. growing up. When you just need to get the point across <clears throat> sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, all right. If people want to send in questions next week, it is top down respective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the Facebook group, the discord channel and John's PO box. What is your games of the week? God of war Celeste. I have to still give it to God of war. Yep. Yeah. Um, and with that, uh, just today I put up the submission thread for June's, uh, TDP plus poll. So if you're a $10 backer, you can submit a game for us to put on the poll next week. Um, and Paul and I in the future are going to do a spoiler cast. So for God of War. And, and I'm gone for the rest of the month. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. Uh, but yeah, we'll be doing a spoiler cast in the next week or two. So if you have God of War questions and stuff, send those in. Yeah. And I guess John will uh, see you when you get back next month. Yep. All right. Thanks, everyone. This is it. Bye, everybody. Bye.